0: Tell me all about it.
1: Well, I Mark. did it. I fucking did it. I did it. I reached out uh, via Facey and I spoke to a quote-unquote minister. And that's my first fucking question, right? Does the Spiritualist Church or the actual church do, uh, are they, you know, do they even get on? Because it strikes me that, well, look,
0: Mark, <laughs> you're getting you're getting ahead of yourself here, buddy.
1: <laughs> so if you listen to last week's. Joag, if you listened to last week's Jack of all Graves, um, Corey and I spoke about the spiritualist scene, right? In South Wales in particular, but, but, but at large, and despite being a fucking hard-nosed, 100% realist, or a cynic, if you want to, if you want to call it that, I, I had this, I had and still have this fascination with the performance of it, right? Because Like I said last week, there's only one of two possible explanations for what goes on in those fucking events. It's either the person at the front believes they are communing with the dead, believes they are peeking past the veil and speaking to the fucking other side, or it's a bunch of fucking, you know, cynical, carny fucking horse shit, right? Right. Uh... I am no longer curious as to which of those two I saw tonight. Let me fucking tell you.
0: Really? God okay. damn Interesting. it.
1: Whew. So I rock up. Set um, the
0: scene for us here. Yeah. All right.
1: So uh, we're in a, a, like a community center, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, uh, like half an hour ago, it could have well been like the scouts would have met up or it could have been like sure. s- in World or whatever, you know? And... <laughs> <laughs> and it Very was exactly that um that kind of community space um but it was hey uh, the community church uh the community spiritualist church uh socially distanced and masked up which was which added another fucking layer of otherworldly fucking weirdness yeah. um <laughs> so it was an hour long the first half hour was just just <laughs> was largely your standard churchy bullshit right they read some nonsense about harvest uh and they played some music, which was just some old fucking bird in the front with an Alexa. You know what I mean? Just fucking hit and play on Spotify with a Stop, hymn. really? Because, yeah, you can't do singing. You can't do live music at the minute because of our, our good friend, Mr. COVID-19. You can't sing. You can't sing as a group. Oh. Right. Which I was oh, secretly wow. glad I about. I didn't even
0: think about that. Yes. You can't sing. I, you know, and honestly, I was like, I don't really know much about, like, a spiritualist church per se, but no. I was, like, in my head thinking about regular church services and imagining yeah. you just, like, standing there <laughs> <weirdly> <laughs> while everyone's singing <laughs> worship songs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, yeah, even, even if that was, the, you know, I was masked up, so I could have just kind of... Anyway, the, the audience, right, was largely people... Let's think. Let's be diplomatic. Maybe in the autumn of their years, Corrie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And in some cases, early winter. Yeah. Um, that
0: sounds about right.
1: There was some. That's the, what I would expect. Yeah, there were some youngins too. Uh, I mean, kind of roughly my age. I mean, I, I you know I still see most <laughs> the guy I see in the mirror like Sam Beckett, man. I don't see the fucking old. <laughs> crow's feet riddle crone old cunt that I am I actually see just a young healthy guy in his 20s which I'm clearly not um, but I first knew that something was afoot, foot right when they'd done the, some readings and they played the second piece of music uh, and the fella at the front was okay we're going to play our second piece of music now which is going to be Let It Go from Frozen stop I'm, I'm absolutely serious right they no. dead ass they on. They. Fucking 100% with a straight face played <laughs> Dina Menzel singing Let It Go from Frozen.
0: So is this like, so I've been to like Christian churches where they're like, oh, we're progressive. We play like U2 up
1: mm-hmm. here. Uh,
0: never Let It Go. Is this kind of like a, like a Unitarian type thing? Like is there, is it like a biblical thing or is this kind of a like... I don't know. Okay, I, like, they, I guess spiritualist sounds like it encompasses all of that, but there
1: were no Bible readings to speak of. Okay, I mean yeah. they mentioned God, you know. Um,
0: right. Uh, it's more of a general spiritual. I think
1: it's more of a broad kind of. Yeah. Spiritualism. I don't know. I don't know. But then the main. Yeah, yeah. So the main event, right at at half past, the visiting medium, the clair, the what they referred to as, we'll now begin the clairvoyance. And I was rubbing my... Honestly, just like my legs twitching. Come on, let's fucking do this. Um, And I don't know, man. I was almost disappointed that it was so on the nose what I thought it would be. It's like, come on. At at least... uh, At least befuddle me a little bit. At least confound me a little bit. At least make me look for the strings. At least make me wonder, how's she doing that? No. Um, Immediately. um, So I'm drawn points to a woman in the front. I'm drawn to you, I'm drawn to you. I'm if I were to say a sister, shook head. Someone like a sister though, shook head. Sister in law. Yep. <laughs> the cold read. A hundred percent. And so cold. Ice cold, mate. <laughs> What's colder than a cold read? Ice cold. It was so fucking cold. Oh man. And we had uh, just a load of that for half hour really. Um <laughs> to another Did
0: people seem Convinced, oh, like oh, so yeah. now.
1: Yeah, I mean the hit rate. Even
0: though it was like
1: the hit rate was maybe forty like percent, right? There was a, a lot of no, no, no. But the the most tenuous of links did get seized on. Like I said, everyone there turned up. There was only me, mate. Only I was in the back, and I'm glad I had the mask because my jaw was on the fucking floor. Uh, <laughs> I was the only one in that room. I, I'm certain who wasn't a hundred percent into this, right? And we yeah. and it was just more of that really to a woman in who had to be in her late fifties, uh, if your mother or grandmother, yeah, grandmother, <laughs> give me a fucking break.
0: You think?
1: Yep. Um. Uh, What were the
0: kinds of, like, was she bringing messages? What did she she say to these people? Well, she
1: was peppering her routine with uh, stories about herself. You know what I mean? Padding the time out. Uh Uh, My husband often comes through. Yes, my husband often visits me. Yes, he does. For, like, maybe four or five minutes talking about her just to fucking fill the time out. Uh, And it was all just the vaguest shit. They're telling me... Yeah, they're telling me that you need to to speak your truth. You need to be yourself. You need to speak out. All right, Mm. thanks. Next... um, (laughs) to the one and I was looking at, I was fixing her the entire time come on come to me come on give me something give me something right. give me something <laughs> but uh, she didn't and thinking back it she could see what was in my eyes man <laughs> so I'm, I'm yeah. not I'm not surprised she didn't come to me the the woman uh, the mother slash grandpa she's she's I can see that she's holding her knees did she have problems with her knees shake head knees or maybe feet <laughs> You know,
0: it, oh man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so transparent, such it a was, transparent grip. It was I'm a paper little disappointed thin. that that's the case. Yeah, yeah, So was, it was I? Kind so was of. I. I guess because I was thinking of this, like, so my my friend Duncan, he mm-hmm. was saying, you know, uh, in reference to our last episode, he's he like, you know, my my grandmother um, considers herself to, you know, be a medium, you know, and I've met his grandmother. She's absolutely not a grifty person at okay. all. Like, okay. just. Wonderful, sweet woman. Um, You would absolutely love her. Um, And there would be no reason for her to try to deceive anyone. Mm. So she absolutely believes this. Um, And, you know, he was saying he's, like, he used to, like, clean the the spiritualist church nearby Mm. and whatnot. Which this is all, like, very New England. Like, spiritualism and all that stuff is such a, like, deeply ingrained New England Mm -hmm. thing. Um, But... I guess, you know, I was kind of hoping that that was what you were going to encounter. So was I. Was, so was I.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I, I who wanted really somebody seen... who, who yeah. really felt they had the gift. You know what I mean? I wanted to see somebody yeah. channeling some shit. But instead I saw yeah. some very, very flimsy, carny bullshit. Uh, yeah, and I know. What I a know. shame. Yep.
0: What a shame! And it just—I mean—is this what they do every week, or were you, did you just get lucky that this week there happened to be a medium there?
1: Uh, yeah, they have a medium every week. They have a visiting medium every week. For example, uh, for instance, they uh, they ended the quote-unquote service by saying, "Yep, next week we've got a guy uh, from Luton who's coming in." Da, 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 da. Oh, okay, great. Um, they did. And,
0: oh, this goes back to. Oh, go ahead.
1: They did. They, there was what brought it home for me. Right was the biggest hit of the afternoon. Uh, Was a lady who was literally two meters away from me, sat two meters away from me, socially distanced and uh, got her grandmother summoned. Right. And this lady, not not necessarily old, uh, of of a comparable age to me, um, began to tear up and cry and said that her grandmother had died that week, this fucking week. Right, mm, mm-hmm. uh, was handed a tissue by the lady next to her and was flooded with tears and was deeply fucking, was obviously in the early stages of bereavement, you know, right. mm-hmm. uh, in a very susceptible place. Uh, yeah. But then there's this other part of me that she got comfort from that, you know, because this fucking, yeah, right. the lady at the front of the stage said, look, she's with, your grand- she's with your grandfather now. He's been waiting for her. And I swear, man, she sobbed for joy. That's so nice right. to hear. Yeah. I'm so happy yeah. to hear that. I'm so glad. I'm so glad he's there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's tough. I mean, that's exactly it's what we were tough. talking about. Like, is it? Uh, is it kind of? Does that make it okay? No. I mean, but does it? I mean, it makes it so that I don't look at people who find their comfort there yeah. as, you know, yeah. as being having anything other than the normal needs that the rest of us have, right? Like, And this is just kind of the way in which they they find it. This is all, I guess, when you think about the idea of this church having a medium every week, right? This is what I was saying. Like, I get this girl with her fresh wound here. Yeah. And I understand what she's reaching for and why, you know, she probably needed that. You know, even at, like, I remember there was one time... Uh, in my PhD program where like I was just like at my wits end you know like I was just like I am like about to jump off a bridge like I just like hate everything right now and despite having pretty much kind of not had any faith or anything the only church that was open that day was a catholic church and I went to like a service mm. that was just kind of like, I need something that this can provide me right now mm. um, and happened to run into one of my friends. So I didn't even know went to church, <laughs> but, you know, like it was I felt like I, I was going to get something out of that. And mm. so this person going there and, and needing that comfort uh, makes sense to me. But the idea of this being an every week thing yeah. becomes like what we were talking about with like how healthy is it?
1: Yep, and I would then? I would bet my bottom dollar that those like twenty five or so people who were in that room with the same twenty five they got last week, yeah, the same twenty five they'll get next week,
0: right. And it, it's like, what what are you,
1: what are you what getting out are of this? What are you looking for? Yes, here. yes, yes. What Just, are you looking yeah. for? And what you've got is and a is different this the parade only of fucking people it. coming in and standing in front of you, duping you week after fucking week after week. Right. So while that lady's comfort was genuine, 100% genuine yeah. and tangible to me, sat next to her, you zoom yeah. out a little bit at the structure, you zoom out a little bit exactly. What are you not getting that you need to come to this fucking cold room for for an hour every Sunday to have someone?
0: And that's when it just seems so predatory to me is that these people know this. They know that this same group of people are coming here every week, like essentially trying to continue a conversation with whatever loved one. Right. Because yeah, if, they're, yeah, yeah, if yeah, yeah, they yeah. keep coming back, they're. Each week, hoping this next medium yep. is going to continue because they've probably been read a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Right, like mm-hmm. that they, if they're coming every single week, probably multiple mediums have talked to each one of these people mm-hmm. um, and connected them, and so they're just waiting for the next one that's going to
1: yep.
0: connect them. Yeah, and that to me is what is just for these ones like this that are so clearly. Grifting. I really kind. Of, I just was hoping that it would be like someone like Duncan's sweet grandma who was up there and so just was I. trying, so, well, no, trying to make that connection.
1: On that note, right? Uh I spoke. To, I've spoken to a few people about this today and told them, you know, oh, I'm a fucking spiritualist. I know, I know, right? For a podcast, ah. And <laughs> um, somebody's responded to me, and somebody that I know well, and obviously I can't, I can't identify who they are, but sure. someone I know quite well who I had no idea actually some years back, went to spiritualist training sessions.
0: Fascinating.
1: Yes. And who believed, and this makes total sense when I fucking learned who this person was, believed week by week they were developing a fucking gift, man. Wow. So people do. People do.
0: Yeah. And somehow someone's able to, like, yeah, they're going in there... And somehow I mean how do you how can we be convinced like that is, is such an interesting question you know like that you are genuinely each week getting better at this what are they telling you and like how I, yeah I don't know you're tapping into something in your brain that yeah. is
1: yeah is, is
0: I don't know doing something
1: yeah yeah. so I mean it, you know to, to my initial kind of thesis. That there's two fucking ways one of these sessions can go you've either mm-hmm. got somebody at the front who believes it or somebody at the front who mm-hmm. doesn't and knows it they're both both exist both are out there yeah and yeah. maybe the next and, you know, step for like, me is to try and develop and hone yours go to yeah. A... Yeah. <laughs> Your <skill. laughs>
0: maybe so maybe so yeah but i just think you know there's also something to be said for i think a lot of times certain qualities that we have get Read as mm. supernatural, mm. right? Like I am. Um, I hate the term empath because that seems like something that's like a. It feels very woo, but I guess it is technically a psychologist. I just immediately term, like, think.
1: Just use it of Diana Troy. But
0: what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is which is <laughs> like, fine. I'm happy think to think Deanna of Diana Troy. I like to think of Deanna Troy as much as possible. <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, but like I very much like feel things other people feel and like, you know, it's one of the reasons why I, when horror movies are really gory, I have a problem like, cause I can like feel everything they're feeling in wow. stuff. Um, but like, I also like when I was a kid, I would do weird things like, you know, go up to like a, one of my foster brothers and be like, you know, you have an ear infection or something like that. And it would turn out they did. No. Um, and like, just, I was always doing stuff like that. And, um, oh. and so I think like a lot of times people are like, oh, she's got like some sort of weird, like gift. She's got like a psychic thing or whatever. Um, but I think it's really just like something in my brain is wired to see cues. In people hmm. for certain things that maybe other people aren't seeing. So it's nothing supernatural, it's just like a. a being tuned into people mm. in a different way and so I think like a lot of times when it comes to people who are supposedly like mediums or things like that mm. it's not that they there may be something to the fact that they understand like some sort of connection or they are reading something in their brain as meaning something different mm. when they're really maybe feeding off of other people's like energy not energy you know what I mean I do like it, yeah. what they're signals is, someone, what they you're need, always
1: you can't not communicate fe- that's the saying isn't it and and I guess right. you can learn to read when somebody isn't even aware that they are putting something out there-hmm
0: yeah so while this these mediums are like very clearly cold reading people, I think some of us cold read people without knowing we're doing it. Yeah. and if you're not aware you are actively doing this, I yeah. think you can read that as something beyond
1: i mean this was this was some cold fucking reading. let me tell you <laughs> yeah, it gave me chills um but look. <laughs> I, I got something from it. I mean, I felt as though I felt as though I'd had a, a kind of a free admission to a piece of uh, immersive theatre, perhaps. You know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. I I was and I, I I mean this sincerely. I felt set apart from literally everybody else in that room. So it yeah. was it was very much a me and every other fucker in here situation. And I was just yeah. content to just watch this crazy shit unfold, man. It was it was it was a lot of fun. But harm no one, you know, I'm not going I'm not judging anyone. You believe what the fuck you want, pal, I don't care. Um, then I went on my merry way, and here we are.
0: <laughs> and here we are.
1: Um, I think that might be my horror fetish, in fact. My favourite <laughs> genre of horror movie is Boats. Oh, I found a feather in my garden today. It must have been an angel.
0: I almost punched a little kid at kamikaze <laughs> who was dressed as a zombie because it scared the shit out <laughs> of me. <laughs> Cory,
1: exactly. right, movies are true goddamn long.
0: One <laughs> An hour
1: and 28 minutes is a perfect movie. This is, this is it. This is for me No, I'm fucking I'm, I'm
0: in. Welcome to JOAG episode nine, Jack of all Graves. Nine. <laughs> nine. It's, uh, it's my, one of my favorite numbers because my birthday is nine, nine. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
1: Ninth mm-hmm. of September. Yes. See how right. I put that together? See how I crunched the numbers there? Quick mask. Oh my
0: goodness, this guy. This guy's a genius over here. It's incredible. I'm so blessed to to be podcasting with this this Poindexter here. Beautiful mind. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 9 of Jack of All Graves, and it is
1: Halloween!
0: really leaned into that yeah, really did. uh yes this is our our Halloween week episode and um, so this week we thought that we would talk a little bit about Halloween related things uh we are going to discuss um the urban legends surrounding uh poison candy and mm. Other such Halloween-related things.
1: The same ones uh, come up year well. after year, don't they? The same fucking yeah. ones year after year. Drugs mm-hmm. is a big one.
0: Drugs, uh, yep. Yeah. Drugs, yes, we'll razors, get to it. and poison. Like yeah, corpses, basically. Uh,
1: like, oh, that 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 decoration in the yard was a corpse. <gasps>
0: Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, myths surrounding Halloween, and we also have um, a guest today, another guest, to talk about the experience yes. of being a noob watching a horror movie. So we have Mark's friend Mia coming to talk to us about um, watching Evil yes. Dead. My very so... good friend, uh,
1: my very good friend Mia, who is very much not horror. Uh, So what I've done is I've gone and set her up to watch Evil Dead and and, and not kind of campy slapstick Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2013, uh, which is just wall to wall bad times for everyone concerned. Uh, And I hope it's not that I hope she doesn't hate me. I hope she doesn't hate me too much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A little bit is okay. Um, Yeah, There's
1: going to be some hate. I just hope that we can continue to at least communicate after this.
0: Yeah, that'd be that'd be ideal. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, So, you know what? Should we should we just talk to Mia out the gate?
1: Yes, let's bring her on Uh, over to Mia Barnes. What is becoming a semi-regular feature for us here on Jack of All Graves is when fucking hell, for reasons I can only guess at, we've decided that we're going to start to get good friends of ours uh, who are just not not at all horror fans, not at all you know, uh, part of the horror community who aren't at all interested really in seeing dismemberments and fucking tragedy and the macabre on screen and get them to do just that, to watch uh, horror movies, be they in one of our left, center, or right-hand columns, and then to come on to the cast and talk about the impact it had on them. And I to would, that I, end... Okay, yes, go ahead. Go for it, I,
0: I would just like to say out the gate here you saying whether from the left center or right column and i did not agree to that so i will take no no responsibility for this right column ass movie that you have assigned to your dear friend of 20 plus years
2: (laughs) thank you that was (laughs) going to be my Um, first question what 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 column did i did i jump to straight to the The last the last recommendation the the last recommendation from you mark and i watched it with you mark was it was a frighteners. And <laughs> it was quite a column, big jump. Uh,
1: left-hand column, a nice like, family-friendly kind of, um, you know, Yes. Rant. Yeah. Um, that's right. I don't know. I thought you'd cut your teeth. What can I tell you? But no joke, <laughs> yeah. I've been proper worried, as Corrie will attest, um, yeah. over the past kind of couple of weeks since I set you this. I go, oh, fuck, she's not going to. She's not going to talk to me again, man. She's going to fucking kill me. Um. Yeah. So for for getting here, right, for getting this far and for, for just you know taking it on the chin and going through that movie i'm i'm super super grateful so the big question is right what were your initial thoughts how did it go
0: whoa hold on so this okay. is mark's friend here
1: <laughs> yeah yeah of course it is <laughs> who,
0: has, who has watched the remake of mm. evil dead from 2013 mm. I feel like people probably want to know what she watched
1: yeah that's probably a good idea so
0: and again the last person that we had on here was Kristen, who we had watched child's play mm. which is nothing compared
1: to again, this again it's a it's huge fun it's a, yeah it's a fun movie yeah. um fun <laughs> is something sorely lacking from mm. evil dead 2013 a movie with n- no appreciable sense of humor no um, i don't know um, go on <laughs> okay Can you, no, dive in. <laughs> well <laughs>
2: So obviously I've gone into this fairly blind, so I don't really know, and I imagine there's quite a lot of nods that I'm supposed to understand, which I didn't really understand. Yeah, not so much. But there was there were some bits which I'm sure weren't supposed to be funny, which actually I thought were very funny. Okay. So the kind of I enjoyed I enjoyed the kind of DIY MacGyver kind of uh, montage. montages very much. Yeah. Defibrillator. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: But I did make my own
1: my oh, own oh, adrenaline. Oh, beautiful my gosh beautiful handcrafted please describe
2: either one of you Um, so i was i was just (laughs) so one of the things i was very surprised with that despite the fact there was a there was a rogue nurse who seems to do an awful lot of out of premises practicing which i think is ethically (laughs) challenging so apart from that uh (laughs) david seems to only have access to this Duct tape. for, for <laughs> any kind of for any kind of uh injury repair and mm. uh and one of those things is part of i'm assuming some sort of adrenaline was in here was it was that yeah 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 yeah, right. so,
1: yeah we'll uh,
2: nurse, you know <laughs> well, of course yeah just but, um, of obviously adrenaline just in her car he used use his own duct tape i imagine to secure several large syringes together in which to you know pulp fiction into the older uh, you know <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. That <laughs> bit really made me giggle. Okay. <laughs> I know. But first of all, though, actually, one of the reasons, right, Mark, while, why you were, might have been a bit nervous about my reaction to it, anything to do with the fact that she was called Mia?
1: <laughs> right. I shit you not, because I made that connection about an hour ago. Do you know still- what, right? I'm you,
2: gonna- mm. You, Mark... You haven't got a a clue. You haven't got a clue what it's like to hear your name on the television. This (laughs) doesn't happen very often. And then she's this woman who's having some curious intervention. And then Mm. she's being, you know, no. So that was a bit weird, you know, hearing, you know, occasionally. (laughs) Bit much, bit much, bit much. Just one
1: of several things about this I didn't think through. Just one of many, many strands (laughs) that I didn't explore fully. I took notes.
2: um, I I took notes. I actually took notes. David uh, Diet Phoenix is what I thought he was. He was very hammy. Was he supposed to be hammy?
1: David, he's the the, the, the guy who opens the book, yeah, the, the dude with the beard.
2: No, that's Eric. That's Eric. Oh,
1: of course, of course, of course. Yeah, the, yeah, That's um, Eric,
2: who looks like he's in disguise from the he beginning. He does look like he's in disguise, but it bothers <laughs> really? me the whole time. I really? I was expecting that beard to come off at some point, but no, it's actually his beard. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one
0: who feels this way, because it genuinely irks me. The into- Every time I see him, I'm like, just, just...
2: Get, a, get it, it off. off. You just get You're not fooling anyone. Yeah, I
1: off.
2: enjoyed uh, I enjoyed Natalie's journey very much. Didn't think she had it in her, to be honest, mm-hmm. but she pulled it out at the end, I think. Uh, the carving <laughs> knife, that yeah, was
1: yeah, good. Yeah. See, you don't see favorite. those often,
2: do you? Yeah.
1: You don't, you don't, you don't. Um, um, that was actually one of the bits that I thought you would react to the the, the worst. I thought if you were going to turn it off, I think it was going to be at that point. So oh, I was you, never going to
2: turn it off, Mark. That's, I was never going to turn name. it off but hang on I made a note it was 34 minutes before I had to cover my eyes
1: oh, okay that's what pretty was the, good actually what was the catalyst what led you to it
2: oh that was the boiling water shower okay. oh yes oh. that I, again no. see we're on the same
0: page here Mia because yeah. I had the same thing where I was like I don't know what it is about this but that really that oh. makes my skin oh. raw. Because yeah, you get really blisters, horrible. You get steel. Yeah, the blisters oh. appearing on her as she's being cooked in
2: the shower. Oh, really couldn't cope with that. You're making, me, you're making me want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to watch, I think it might have been Natalie's arm. I watched through my pajama top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I could see it, but just not quite. Um, what else? Um, nobody dressed yeah. for that weekend. Nobody dressed. Nobody dressed for that. <laughs> not a single person. <laughs> there was definitely how many. How yeah. many cabins have a cellar? Uh, how many cabins? And, and also, right? How many doors to that cellar were there? Because there seemed to be one in almost every room.
1: There yeah. was a little tunnel where the dog disappeared. Oh, yeah, sure. that, that, was that was unnecessary. Story. Yeah, yeah, that was gratuitous. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. It yeah, there was no need for that. Yeah. that.
2: No, it does. It does. I mean, uh, hang on a second. Best line. I just don't want to become the devil's bitch. I mean, come on, that's a funny line.
1: It is. Yep. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> You've shone an entirely yeah. new light on this. A movie that I thought I knew.
2: No, you don't. Oh, now then. <laughs> here's a little one. So right at the beginning, I want to talk about the beginning. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: So the pre-pre pre- title. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that nods to previous?
1: or not? Nope. No. Not at all. Nope. That was a completely new scenario. The, the cat, I'm disappointed. <laughs> the the, the cats on the ceiling, uh, all totally new. Oh,
2: disappointing. Cause I, what I did notice throughout, there's quite a lot of, and I'm assuming it's like a nod to, to earlier horror, the up boob shot. So the shot from below the boob, Right. There was quite a lot of that throughout. I don't know if you noticed not. Oh. You're probably blind to it now. <laughs> yeah, Desensitised. Uh, Desensitised. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> um,
1: one thing about that opening scene that I only learned quite recently is the old woman who's reading feverishly from the book. This uh, was my fact. Guy... This Go was on, my fact. Let it. her have deliver the facts. Please, deliver it.
2: The language that she is speaking in that scene yep. is Welsh.
1: Welsh, mate. She's speaking Welsh, which I was (laughs) delighted to learn. Um, It means that Welsh exists in the Evil Dead universe and there's an arcane language of the fucking, you know. Nice. Yeah, we're we're Satan's bitch, mate. The Welsh, we are indeed Satan's bitch.
2: (laughs) The spirit spiriting through the woods. Yes. Prince of Thieves, every time. I'm just that. that, I am the arrow. I am the arrow from the, from the, that's featured in the Brian Adams video. You know that bit? Every like single so? time, Classic, <laughs> took any kind, kind of
1: mark, the series at large. That is that kind of war, the movement through the woods. That's yeah. a hallmark of Evil Dead. That's that's when you know you're in a Evil Dead movie when you see that. Um, what do you think? <laughs> I'm like, you... just
2: a romantic arrow, that's all <laughs> I'm seeing.
1: <laughs> Look into my eyes, <laughs> take it. I won't, I'll leave it there. Oh, uh, I ideally I, I love about that movie, right? Is that I I think I'm right in saying that the vast majority of it is practical effects, right? That arm hanging off is an actual rubber arm that they made. You know what I mean? They, somebody made a load of fake dead cats, and I love all that. What did what did the quality of the effects do for you, Bonds? What did the quality of the gore do for you?
2: It didn't scare me. I mean, obviously, it, okay. it's fucking horrible,
1: yeah. But
2: I wasn't I wasn't frightened by by the film at all. I'm
1: actually I'm actually glad to hear that because I was I was I was really worried, and Corey will attest to that. <laughs> Yeah. Not funny. worried enough. To,
0: not worried enough to tell you.
1: <laughs> not worried to, to pick a different film, Mike. <laughs> but worried.
0: Yeah, he was willing to scar you. He was just worried about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's 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 purely look, isn't it? Really, uh, that I'm fine, Mark. Thanks for that. But I might just double check any future recommendations. It's like if that's okay. Yeah, oh, well,
1: I certainly owe you one. Uh, you, you've, I, I have to sit through the next one that you recommend to me. Uh, by I'm bound by law to do it.
0: Oh, he won't tech-tank. do it. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> I'm curious though. Okay, so you started you know following along with us here with this Elm Street by Christmas thing which yeah. now leaped straight over I...
2: all of all of my uh, all of my horror has been my exposure to all horror has actually been through Mark pretty much all of it that sounds about including right including the including the ham face which i had the pleasure yeah. of smelling
1: yeah uh, Ooh, bonds was you were there bonds was there you dead. witnessed yes. that abomination
2: oh is that i can i can i can reimagine that smell immediately it's never left me
0: <laughs> it was oh a
1: different time God. it was a different time it was a time when you could do that and it would be fine
0: i don't not in 2020 yeah. No, I don't think that time existed. But, um, <laughs> my my question then is your you know your exposure to horror is is through Mark. Uh, and you know, we've done what Frighteners. I think you were watching like Beetlejuice, you rewatched Beetlejuice, something mm-hmm. like that lately. Mm-hmm. What do you like when you watch horror? What do you not like? Why are you why do you not watch it with Mark?
1: It's a great question. Without great Mark? question.
2: Oh, you can get a little bit kind of uh, fancier drink about it, though, can't you? You could you could you could uh, you could talk about it for for ages, couldn't you? I suppose I um, It's about how you relate to awful things in the world, I suppose. Yes. If things yes. are awful, I don't think that I would willingly go to something which is also awful. So I suppose, you know, I've I've always kind of lent to the kind of the uh, the round edges, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but particularly at the moment fucking hell <laughs> i'll take some fictional shit thanks <laughs> right yeah because <laughs> really though like really if ever there was a time now now we'll do i think it's quite it's i was talking i was talking to uh my wife about this this morning and i and i did have to stop us because i said no hannah quinn we can't talk about the film i need to keep it fresh i need to keep it fresh <laughs> yeah. for the scene." thank you and um but um but what we did say was that I can't say I enjoyed the experience of watching it. Sure. But mm-hmm. this morning I did. Yeah. On reflection, yeah. actually. Yeah. I yeah. really I enjoyed the experience. But at the time, I'm not sure I would necessarily, you know, wonderful commit to that. Wonderful. But, um,
1: I didn't yeah. enjoy it at the time, but I look back and go, yeah. yeah Bits I, I did there.
2: enjoy at the time. You know, the MacGyver flannel over the battery, you know, that was pretty funny.
1: On a on a on a Genuine note. I'm I'm very pleased that it didn't. That Evil Dead didn't. Uh, you know, you ever got PTSD or PTEVD right now? I'm really glad oh. that you know you've come out the other side and you're pleased.
0: It's delightful. Thank you so much for for chatting with us about that and for doing that. And I'm glad it wasn't as horrific as.
2: Oh no, it was fine. I'm ready for a next. I'm ready for my next one. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Elm Street, obviously. Oh, it's too early. <laughs> no,
0: I mean, you know, we just have to have you back
1: by, by Xmas. Christmas. Mm. Oh, yeah, for
0: sure. By X Men's. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, I could do that. No Would you come
1: back? Would you come back and talk about Elm Street at Christmas for our Christmas episode, maybe? Yeah,
2: Yes. yes. yeah, of course. No problem. Good
1: and
2: good when we have time, I'll tell you my my um, my dead calm story. I have a dead calm story. Dead calm?
1: Ooh, boat, call. Boat, boat core. Boat
2: core. With neither of us have to go to bed. I'm four hours
0: behind you guys, and Mark is having <laughs> a good time over here. So, mm-hmm.
2: okay, so, um, Dead Calm's obviously fabulous, fantastic film. Oh, yes, do I and um, there's the bit where Billy Zane is in a towel, and mm. he's listening some music on the on the on the deck of a of the boat. Right? Do you know the bit? Oh, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Life choices and everything, but I understand. I can do the theory. Um, so I really like that music. I was like, I fucking love this music. So I'm like, okay. Uh, you know, I found the the CD <laughs> track listing because this is quite a long time ago. It's wow. not on there. It's wow. all a load of classical music. It's not there. Right. OK, so this was back in the day where you had um, Internet searches that you would repeatedly go back to to try and Oh, I'm going to try and find that out. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I was, I was working late one night at work and I was like it was really quiet so I thought I'm going to try and find out who did these songs that was that he was listening to on the boat in Dakar and I found this guy's name and he was called Tom O'Connor. I get home from work and then there was a weird guy that lived upstairs and he came down and he knocked on the door and we had a chat and it was a bit awkward and I didn't have anything to say to him uh, and I said so I've been uh, I was just at work and I've been looking to find out what this this song's called. called uh, and I, I really didn't have anything to say and that was The first thing that came into my head. This person just came down to chat randomly? He lived in the flat upstairs. He came down for some spurious reason and we just ended up having a chat. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) And it was awkward. So I just uh, like garbled out what I've been (laughs) searching on the internet. (laughs) And he said, (laughs) and he said, well, literally, actually, yeah, that was pretty much how I started it. And he said, oh, hang on a second. I did this exact same thing about two years ago. And I found the man and he lives on a boat in Amsterdam. And I was like, You're joking? <laughs> no. He's like, yeah, he's like, You're joking. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I've got the CD. I wrote to him. Um, and he sent me the CD. So he, he went upstairs and he brought this, and it's like this homemade EP, right? I'm like, That's amazing, amazing. And two incredible. weeks later, oh no, two weeks later, the bloke comes down the stairs again, knocks on the door, is like, hi Mir. Um I've just I've got this I and he brings him in. The guy's the come over from Amsterdam. <laughs> the bloke visited him from Amsterdam, and so Steve, this bloke upstairs, brings him down, right? Um, and he plays me the songs that
0: <laughs> this is unreal.
2: Honestly, honestly. So apparently he was like, he's a friend. He's known Billy Zane for years, and so basically, Billy Zane got 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 his tracks on the on the film. That's incredible! I cannot get over that. That is
0: what is weird coincidence. Yeah, no, like really weird though. No, like really weird. Because that's really? so niche. Like, I mean, yeah, because I remember doing these kinds of searches back in the day, and maybe I would even come across the thing. But I would like mm-hmm. argue most people would give up, you know, they would just be like, okay, well, I kind of was interested in that. So even if there was the small coincidence that you and this fella happened to have been taken by the same thing and looked it up, then to have followed through and orchestrated, like
2: it's, that is just the odds it of that was, are astronomical. It was, it was super bonkers. It was proper bonkers. Wow, wow. I love that. Um, and I'm going to take that. You come
1: thing. for the horror, you stay <laughs> for the fucking dead calm. I tell
2: you what, though, suddenly. if you get the opportunity, right, have a look for him, Tim O'Connor, I think he was called, and he was about six foot five, with a very long grey hair, tall black Stetson, honestly, <laughs> and that's what he looked like when he rocked up. Are you sure this everything? wasn't a
1: fever dream of some kind? <laughs> <laughs> this is I promise. A- it's Sounds like the on. kind of guy Billy Zane might hang out with. It does. It oh no, for, do sure, for sure, for sure, for sure.
0: And I'm going to take this as like my couple degrees separation from Billy Zane because my oh, Billy Zane knows no bounds. Welcome. Excellent. Lovely talking to Mia. What a delight.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. Um, she was actually excellent value. So massive thanks for that, Mia. Um, and I'll speak to you soon. <laughs>
0: and especially for that, um, that Billy Zane anecdote, mm. which has made my entire life.
1: Well, you're now in. You're now in, in the, the circle of Zane. You're now a part, of him, <laughs> a part of his orbit.
0: Circle of Zane.
1: What's he doing That's now, it. by the way? When did you see him in, in something last?
0: I mean, he's in stuff all the time Is i kind he still? of every once in a while oh yeah every once in a while i go he's one of those people who does not say no to a movie oh, okay so he's so a just, working man like, yeah there's all ranges of weird like movies you would never even hear of that are you know straight to streaming nonsense and um i will watch just about any one of them if it's available I, to me
1: <laughs> i genuinely cannot remember the last <laughs> film i saw him in
0: he like he often randomly appears in things too. Like you'll be watching a TV show and all of a sudden it's like, "Well, yeah, there's, 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 there's Billy thing. Zane." Yeah. Yeah, out of nowhere. Now I'm kind of curious. I I have to take a moment to actually look at what the last thing I would have seen Billy Zane in is cuz mm. I feel like it was fairly recently. Let's see. <sighs> Billy Zane. Oh, he's so handsome. <laughs> 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 I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> for... He's been in 171 things.
1: Oh, yeah. Like I said, I, 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 I do love a kind of a, a journeyman actor. I love a he's journeyman on, he's in,
0: yeah, He's in two episodes of The Boys.
1: the fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, I think the first season, it looks like, because it says 2019. But yeah, he's in two episodes of The Boys. I think that's probably what I'm thinking. I remember seeing him in most recently. Um, Playing yeah, who? He's like, wait, it says he plays Billy Zane. And that actually does sound vaguely familiar. <laughs>
1: I have <laughs> like I think I no memory of that at all. This. Okay.
0: Yeah, he's he's in a lot of things that get like, you know, 3 to 4 stars <laughs> on IMDb, but he never stops working. The guy is a machine.
1: <laughs> I hereby declare Billy Zane the pet actor of Joag. He is our yes. fucking guy. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh my gosh. If we ever make t-shirts, it'll just be Billy yep. Zane
1: on them. We're in Zane in the membrane. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Oh,
1: fucking hell.
0: <laughs> oh, that, that wine is doing wonders for you tonight. I'm, uh. I'm feeling great about where this is going. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, great little anecdote about mm. Billy Zane. Let's move on and talk about some Halloween-related things, which, by the way, can I just tell you, one of my earliest Halloween memories Please? is of Halloween being like kind of cancelled because of a Halloween Halloween copycat killing in my hometown. No. Yeah. Yep. yep, straight up. Uh this was 1988, so I was very, very young. Um and so I don't like remember it, remember it. I just remember like there being weirdness around Halloween yeah. that year and like the whispers of something having happened. Um and it Do was Do I know this? Have you told me
1: about this before? Because this is fucking Wild? I don't,
0: I don't think so. No, I think I might have like put it as a bullet point on a uh-huh. little dock or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not told you about it. No. Wow. Um, so, Greenfield, Massachusetts, October of 1988. Um, a a girl named, um what was her name? Sharon Gregory was found by her twin sister, Cheryl, uh, stabbed to death in a bathtub in their home. Um, yeah, pretty gnarly. Uh, and straight out the gate i can't remember exactly why this was but everyone knew the prime suspect was this guy named mark branch right and mark branch was obsessed with horror movies and so his bedroom was like basically a shrine to horror and he had like machetes and knives all over the place and he had told friends uh that he was interested in knowing what it would be like to kill a person oh, in real God. life um but you know like we all have creepy friends i think probably you're just kind of like yeah okay buddy you know you think he's being an edge lord or whatever um so i don't think people thought he was actually in imminent danger just like it's kind of weird that he is obsessed with horror movies and says weird stuff like that um and so he was particularly obsessed with Jason mm. um and he um like kind of had this like weird worship of him and uh he ended up killing this girl um and then he like disappeared right so it was like what where did he go which also leads to why like they knew who he was like he then disappeared out of greenfield in terms of geography how
1: far is this from where you lived
0: from where i lived then at the time yeah that's my that's my hometown that's That's my town. Yeah, Greenfield. Yeah, that's actually in my town of, you know, 20,000 people or whatever. Maybe less than that, actually. I think it's like 16 or 17,000. But yeah, small town. Help
1: paint the picture for me. Describe the town at the time.
0: It's a, I mean, it's straight up like when you think of like a Stephen King movie or something. Yes, yes, yes. But it's like a little, um, just a little town uh, kind of. It's not really a suburb. It's not near anything. Um, it's got a big mountain in it. Uh, lots of trees, lots of playgrounds. you know, it's just a very typical New England town. Kids yeah. riding their bikes down the street. yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, little to no supervision, all of that kind of stuff. Very it looks like it, yeah. right. That's what. yeah, that's what my hometown is like. Um, which makes it sound prone to being. Political. It kind of does. But really, the th- the reason those are like horrifying is because those don't seem like horrific places. They're kind of yeah. picturesque and quaint if you if you look at them that way. So I can show you some pictures later. Of please, it's yeah, like. please. It's a very very beautiful little small town in western Massachusetts. So Mark Branch disappears from Greenfield, um, and thus the town is kind of like. Um, This guy who is obsessed with horror movies has murdered someone. Um, We don't know where he is. Do we continue having like Halloween celebrations or is this guy going to go out and like continue to act out horror movies and see how many people he can kill on Halloween? And so they basically kind of came to the clu- conclusion, like, we're not going to do anything after dark in town. So all trick-or-treating and everything, all Halloween parades, like any kind of, like, thing that was happening in town, they basically, we had to do it before the sunset. Mm. And then it was kind of everybody was meant to be, you know, inside from that point forward. Mm. Um, so, funny enough, for whatever reason, the Greenfield Police Department brought in a psychic to try to find Mark Branch, <laughs> yeah, genuinely, genuinely, they brought in a psychic. Um, I don't know why they did this. I don't know if like maybe someone in the department was friends with this guy, but they brought in this psychic who they kind of drove around the area with yeah, like yeah, yeah. around Franklin County, yeah. Um, and so at one point. He was like, uh, they were passing like this abandoned slaughterhouse and he was like, I'm getting like the um, visions of violence and like the repeating of the name Jason. Oh, and fucking hell. They, it feels like they went yeah. to the
1: to the psychic very quickly. I mean, you hear of.
0: Yeah, this is exactly what I, like like. You hear of psychics being brought days, into right? like so, cold cases. Exactly. I'm like, this is, it happened October 24th. Hmm. And this is like within days of this happening because they're trying to find this guy or whatever. So it's, yeah, find it's a big leap. Get My Tangina. Thought... Fucking get
1: Tangina <laughs> yeah. in here right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: My thought process is like, maybe there was like someone in the police department who like, you know, was feeding this guy information or mm. something like that. And maybe they've worked out a deal or whatever. Mm. I don't know. I don't know why this happened. But anyways, they're passing this place. Um, with, uh, that was like an abandoned slaughterhouse. Uh, and he's like, I'm getting like a vibe about this joint. So they go into this abandoned slaughterhouse and they find on the wall, um, like a stick figure drawing of Jason chasing a girl upstairs with like a knife. Um, and it, I can't remember what it said on it. Uh, you are literally
1: describing a fucking, a horror novel here. You are. It is,
0: right? The yeah. cops like, get and the psychic the and is, they
1: drive around with yeah. the psychic and it leads them to the fucking slaughterhouse.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. So they go in and they find that. And that's exactly, you know, what the forensics said was how she had died. That she There had been a pursuit up the stairs and she'd mm. been stabbed and all that kind of stuff. So they found a drawing. So they're like, this guy's clearly like been here. You know, whatever. Eventually, they he leads them to some like forest. It's about thirteen miles outside of Greenfield, Um, and they find him hanged, dressed as Jason. The fuck out of (laughs) here! Yeah, right.
1: You do mean Jason, not Michael Myers. Jason, Jason Voorhees. Jason. Holy shit! Mask on.
0: Yeah. (laughs) crazy right like and it totally feeds into i mean this is the 80s so you have all of this like fear around like the satanic panic and like you know the kids watching the horror movies and them impacting them and everything and then this fucking guy goes and straight up does it just acts out
1: ruins it for everyone by actually fucking doing it Wow. Yeah by doing
0: it. Wee. And weirdly this isn't a case that you hear much about. Like I really only Never. know about this because I this feel
1: happens. as though I, I should count. know about this. I feel as though Mark Branch yeah. Alright, fair enough, the his kill count wasn't all that to speak of, but the yeah, fact that he high, went but... for it and got fucking dressed up
0: Yeah. Exactly. Like, I mean, that seems like it seems like a thing that would, you know, people would talk about and and tell stories about. But no, for some reason, it didn't didn't have the media saturation that you would really expect it to have had. I mean, I'm sure at the time it probably was on the news, whatever, but... Yeah, it's not something that's had, like, a lasting legacy, but it 100% happened.
1: I wonder, might that have something to do with the fact that within days they were driving a fucking psychic around the town to fucking look for the guy? (laughs) Hey, you may want to keep the news down on that one. No, no, no.
0: Yeah, it's not going to look great. I honestly, it's a very, and I had only found that detail recently. Um like, most of the stories about it don't uh, don't say anything about it. But I was actually, like, watching some videos on YouTube, and they were, like, talking about this entire process, you know. And, and like I said, I think my – I'm, like, there must be some sort of weird reason why this guy knew this stuff. Like, mm. someone leaked something and was, like, all right, if you do this, they're going to give you – like, they're going to pay you for helping us out, and you can, mm. you know, you can – toss me some of that or whatever but yeah or whatever who reason.
1: makes the call i wonder i mean what what level of the chain of command yeah they hit the red button to call it yeah him?
0: like it's time to go <laughs> it's very weird and and i want to say i'm like i don't think of as, I don't think of the police in Greenfield as being like, yeah, we're the type of people who go straight to psychics. But like I said, also I am from New England, and mm, so sure. the pull towards something that's going—it's to not in the eighties. The eighties thing... is
1: not that fucking long ago in the grand scheme of things. Thirty no. odd no. years ago, yeah. the cops were calling. Thirty years, eighties, nineties. Yeah, yeah. Thirty odd years ago, they were calling in psychics. Yeah. That's incredible.
0: Yeah. So Halloween copycat killer. Fucking hell, Corey. You've yeah, been holding be, out on me, man. Like... I had
1: no idea about that. That's fucking wild.
0: <laughs> Spring it on you. Yeah, that was like that would be the first year that I I think that's why it kind of like I remember inklings of it was because it'd be the first year that I actually like went trick-or-treating. Mm. Um, And it being like, I just have these vague memories of like people talking about like, oh, are we going to be allowed to go trick-or-treating? And yep. me being panicked like, am yep. I not going to be allowed to go trick-or-treating?
1: Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> one, one guy kills somebody in a fucking Jason outfit and all of a sudden, pff, that's it. Ruins it for the rest of the ruins
0: it for everyone insensitive yeah it was really ridiculous so yeah
1: thank you very much that That was terrific
0: Mm -hmm. but ultimately halloween is generally a pretty safe holiday aside from your mark branches out there
1: but Uh, in a in a in an almost eerily good segue. It's <laughs> it's your Mark Branches who yeah. lead to the urban myths, mate.
0: That's absolutely true. You know, it's uh, one
1: fucking Halloween gone awry that through Chinese whispers passed down through the years ends with even today in 2020, uh, apocryphal stories popping up of fucking razor blades and apples of, uh, yep. you know, LSD-laced temporary tattoos.
0: <laughs> All of this yeah.
1: shite happens because something comparable happened maybe 30 odd years ago.
0: Yeah. I remember when I was in middle school, the principal of my school coming in uh, to my sixth grade homeroom mm. and he came in very serious and he was like, do you all know how many kids are killed each year by poison candy? <laughs> I'm can say none. No. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how, how many? And he goes... Zero. Have a good Halloween. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> what a guy. Was, that, <laughs> he tossed some candy to him. <laughs> but that was the first moment that I was like, wait, is this maybe bullshit? <laughs> and now, obviously, we're both curious about where this bullshit came from. Yeah. Right? So this, I do have a question for you. What is Halloween like in the UK? What is What are Halloween traditions? What does it look like?
1: That's a terrific question. Uh, so when I think back to Halloween as a kid, right? There were no pumpkins around. Um, No pumpkins? No. You know, my first memories of Halloween, right? What we would fucking hollow out and put a little tea-like candle in. Uh, A swede is what we would call it. A swede. It's like this... Maybe I want to suggest that to you. It's a rutabaga.
0: I honestly don't know what a rutabaga is.
1: Um, I've heard the word. It's a a small (laughs) spherical vegetable, right? Very small. Tough Tough as shit to hollow out with a spoon. (laughs) Uh, you gotta cook them a long time a swede right we'd be fucking hollowing out a swede and putting a tea light candle in there and going around no costumes that you could buy in the supermarket no 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 commercial element to Halloween at all Mm -hmm. a costume for us would be a a bin bag or a fucking hefty bag as you might know it just with the fucking (laughs) head cut out plastic vampire fangs and a fucking swede on a string right that's Halloween as a kid
2: interesting
1: Um, but now, I guess, it's, it's, it's it essentially we got it from you, right? Right, yeah. The, the modern Halloween as we know it now is entirely something that we've appropriated from the States. Uh,
0: so you, your kids carve pumpkins and yep. wear their store-bought costumes and yep. go trick-or-treating? 100%. And... Fascinating. Okay. Uh, and
1: gotcha. depending on where you... I mean, I, I can't speak for the rest of the UK, of course, but where I live right now, fucking drink that claw. Uh, It's, (laughs) uh, you know, houses with, you know, ah, scary fucking witches in the garden and and whatnot. So, yes, now it's a thing. Now it's a big thing. And Mm -hmm. it only became that way. And uh, this is off the top of my head, but it only seems to have become that way maybe a decade ago, maybe a bit more. There there seems to have been a, a definite point where Halloween stopped being spit and sawdust fucking spend an afternoon scooping out a swede, put a bin bag on, uh, two, hey, Halloween.
0: I just love how British that entire sentence was.
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so yes. It's... uh, Okay. Yeah. That's, that's but it's even, like.
0: So even though it wasn't quite the exact same thing until recently as what we, we do here, you mm. still have all the same kinds of myths about what kinds of things are going to happen to children on Halloween <sighs> now. Or do you know those just from Mike Populture?
1: Um Every year they will pop up in the news and at least once in, in living memory with good cause in 2018... And this was reported widely, and uh, there are quotes from the police in all the articles. A kid found a padded envelope full of uh, ecstasy tablets in their fucking (laughs) sweets. You know what I mean? I know. Um, (laughs) I mean, but that's just a mistake. You know, nobody has gone gone out of their way to give fucking pills to a kid. I mean, why would you?
0: Especially not disguised.
1: (laughs) No, no, they were still, by all accounts, in, in, in a padded envelope. And there are pictures yeah. of the contraband as well in the reports. You can see pictures of these fucking pills that the mum apparently pull out. But again, I say apparently, you know, because
0: mm. yeah,
1: even that story, which was widely reported, stinks a little bit.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is the thing that we that. So if you look back over the history of like these ideas of like Halloween panics, this is one of the constants is that, like, the news often reported on panics or reported on incidences that, like, there was no evidence of ever having existed.
1: Um, (laughs) I mean, you don't need me to tell you how much the press love a panic, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And especially at the Times... Uh, at which a lot of this was, like, becoming yeah. panics. It was like Panic City. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Like, everybody... The 70s is really where we kind of trace the root okay. of most of this stuff in America. I don't... I can't speak necessarily for the UK, but I assume since a lot of this stuff overlaps yeah, that that's probably the case there as well. Um, and so I actually wrote down some of the, like, the incidents around this that uh, kind of shaped... The way that we think about these these panics. Um, so there were a few sort of actual incidents, if you will. But there's nuance to that. So, for example, in 1964, a woman in New York was uh, arrested. Her name was Helen Thiel, mm. uh, for handing out ant poison and dog biscuits to children. However, she didn't. She didn't like cover it up. She was just handing them dog biscuits and ant poison to kids that she thought were too old to be out at trick or treating.
1: Oh, I see. Just a grouchy <laughs> so old like bitch. A joke, like a joke, yeah. She's just kind of like get <laughs> off should, my lawn. You really should be past this by now. Have a fucking exactly. dog biscuit. Yeah.
0: yeah so <laughs> exactly. So she was just she was just being a dick to kids. Um, and <laughs> I, I get that, that completely.
1: There's a little bit of <laughs> hell in it all of us. <laughs> Is she yeah. St- I when see was it, this? Probably
0: not that smart. When this was 1964.
1: This? Helen might still be with us.
0: That's quite possible. I don't if, know. If that, you're kind kind there, of, Helen. that kind of spite sustains a person. <laughs> it I, wonder, really does. I
1: wonder if she mellowed.
0: <laughs> maybe someone put some weed in her Halloween mm, candy and she's doing it right now. Um, but also, uh, 10 years later, in 1974 in Texas, mm. uh, one of the cases that really uh, sort of got people panicking about this was a man named Ronald Mm O'Brien who gave cyanide-laden pixie sticks to five children uh, and one of them died. But he gave it to five children to cover up that he was really only trying to kill two, his own. He had recently taken out life insurance policies on his children. Yes,
1: Yes, I think I've seen this case.
0: And yeah, so he put the cyanide in the pixie sticks, but Obviously if like his two kids are the only kids who get poisoned it's going to be mm. like you poisoned your children. So he thought if he poisoned a couple other kids there's a
1: killer out there that
0: he might be able to get away with it. Thankfully the other four children did not eat the pixie sticks because mm. pixie sticks are trash. Pixie so- sticks, am I right
1: in saying we're talking little straws full of yeah, flavored little sugar, paper straws sherbet. Full of yeah, sugar Yeah, 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 okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, So only his eight-year-old son ate it and died, but his sister did not, and neither did the other three children. Because why would you eat a Pixie Stick when you've got like Reese's? Makes no sense. Talk
1: about a fucking inept murderer. So I'm trying to kill two kids. What I'll do? I'll kill five. I'll I'll
0: do five just to get the get the trail. You suck, Ronald. Yeah, absolutely terrible. Well, Ronald was uh, ended by lethal injection in there 1994. There we go. Let's hope he was one of the 7%, so, eh?
1: Let's hope he was, he was one, was of, the, one yeah. of that classic yeah, 7%. Yeah, 1984,
0: I should say. Yeah. Uh, never, um, so, yeah.
1: Others, right. I mean, there, you can see where these myths come from. Others contribute to this. Uh, I don't know if it was in the UK, in fact, but I read of a case earlier on where parents blamed laced Halloween uh, treats for uh, giving a kid uh, heroin intoxication, whereas, in Mm -hmm. fact, it was just heroin that he'd picked up around the home. You know what I mean? It was their fucking skag. So they were, like, straight away, oh, happened in. uh,
0: That happened in Detroit. There you go. Uh, Kid, yeah, he, um, they thought that, yeah, he had had heroin in the candy. It turned out he had gotten it from his uncle's house, and that was how he actually ended up ingesting heroin and ODing on it. So another one. Again, it's the way that they are presented to the media. Yes, Makes it, and people don't read the correction when nope. you find out of what actually. of course not. Happened. It's in tiny you print. See the initial one.
1: Yeah, and yeah. there have been a few cases. Do you have any more uh, Halloween?
0: I do examples. Have more.
1: Give me another yeah. one. Give me another one because I love these.
0: Okay, but uh, as a before I just because I'm going semi chronologically. Yeah. Another thing that contributed to why people were terrified of this was the Chicago Tylenol murders of 1982, <laughs> which you may have heard of.
1: I heard of these because of you. You told me about these and I looked them up. Was this some fucking lunatic injecting, uh, was it rat poison or something into into bottles of painkiller? It was cyanide. Oh my God. Cyanide, yeah.
0: Yeah. So killed seven people uh, in September through early October of 1982. And the culprit was never, never found. Yeah. There were a few people that potentially there was a guy who um, he had confessed to it, yeah. uh, but there was never any evidence that he actually did it. Um, and so there was kind of like a civil suit where he was um, he was charged for like another crime for basically like uh, extortion for mm. uh, writing a letter to Tylenol and saying, like, you know, I did this and demanded you know, a ransom or something like we that. We had a
1: comparable case here in the UK, literally within the last few weeks, a guy was imprisoned oh. Uh, for hiding tiny shards of metal in baby food, uh, to try and extort Ooh, money yes. from the company. Yep, and he's recently been caught and sent down, Mad Shit.
0: Yeah, and a similar thing happened in in Japan, um, where someone had threatened to like lace. I can't remember if it was if it was food or I think it was baby formula. It was something like that. Mm. Um, and uh, at first they didn't. They you know they recalled all of it, um, and then. Uh, Determined that none of it had been poisoned, but then uh, the person actually did poison a bunch of it, and they pulled it, so no one was poisoned by it. But they they found it ahead of time. Um, but it was such like a debacle yeah. that the CEO of the company that uh, the of the poisoned products killed himself oh. because he failed to handle the uh, the situation. So. Yeah, this is a thing that that happens occasionally. It's got little sort of Aum kinds of uh, vibes to it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so there were also other ones, though, uh, that were distinctly Halloween-related. Um, in 2000, uh, parents found Snickers wrappers stuffed with weed in their kids' trick-or-treat bags. Um, <laughs> when they figured out whose home it had come from, the <laughs> homeowner was befuddled. He was like, I... Legitimately, have no idea how this happened. It turns out, he uh, worked at the post office, and this had <laughs> yeah. been like in a lost package. And he was okay. like, "Oh, someone's Snickers. I'll just bring it home and I'll hand it out to kids for trick or treating." And it turned out uh, that this um, these Snickers had been used uh, to try to smuggle drugs in the mail. So he just actually there were no Snickers. It was literally just wrappers with weed in them. Mm. So again, no kid was like. Mm, my Snickers and then ingested weed. They just opened it up and were like, why are there leaves in here? Hmm. <laughs> and that was how uh, that happened. And obviously, you know, drugs are expensive. You're not just going to like.
1: Drugs are expensive and stuff. they stink. I mean, it's another thing that, yeah. that, that makes you kind of wonder about apocryphal stories, man, because just, just a moment's scrutiny of these right. stories. And you kind of think, peasy. look, like you said, drugs aren't cheap. Or, in many cases, easy to come by, so I'm told. Um, (laughs) So, you know, you you wouldn't just be giving them to kids on your doorstep. But anyway, that's that's another story.
0: In 2000, James Joseph Smith of Minneapolis, Minnesota, stuck needles in Snickers bars. Snickers seemed to be a particular hazard for whatever Mm. reason. Um, And a few kids did bite into them. Um, And one teenager was pricked by a needle, which is the worst injury that occurred. So nothing really happened, but someone did put um, these into uh, Snickers Snickers bars. Uh, There have apparently been about 80 reports of sharp objects in food since 1959, which is not a huge amount. And the vast majority were either hoaxes, someone did it themselves to try to extort a company or something like that, yep. or just very poorly conceived pranks. Yeah. So someone thinking it'd be funny to put something in someone's food. Yeah. And it's it's not funny. They just you know nearly kill them or things and like. And
1: then that. you take that, you take the the low incidence of of this stuff actually happening, and then you mix it in with <sighs> overzealous parenting, maybe. And, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm often surprised at just what people will believe when you sprinkle hey, the kids in there.
0: Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, do remember, the children.
1: Whew. Do you remember, did Momo reach you? I might have talked about
0: I think we before. talked about that. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: People fucking chattering about that at the school gates when it was clearly yeah. just bullshit. Um, do you remember Strawberry Quick?
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, I've thrown off, thrown up from Strawberry Quick on plenty of occasions. Good
1: old Strawberry Quick. Um, I will never forget the day at work. Uh, somebody printed out the fucking Strawberry Quick hoax email, and brought it to to our team and going, "Look, you need to be careful because dealers are handing out uh, you know, meth flavored with strawberry." <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? You, that's <laughs> Strawberry Quick, you fucking idiot! It doesn't exist. But people will believe anything when you when you when you say kids.
0: Yeah. Right. It's it's you know it's a mix of obviously like you you do have to look out more for children they're the most mm-hmm. vulnerable in society you know mm-hmm. the impulse to protect kids is not necessarily a yes. negative one it comes from a
1: noble place um, of but, course
0: right and then but then mixing that with these sort of hyperbolic imaginings of things that are going on and often it has to do with a lot of like cultural things that are happening societal things that are happening so mm. A lot of people who are like um, like sociologists, folklorists, things like that, look at the fact that this stuff rose in the 1970s and the 1980s mm. as part of just the general, like the 70s had a bad vibe in America, man. It was not a great time. <laughs> there was a lot going on at that point, including like, mm. you know, Watergate and the mistrust of everything political. And you have like serial killers rising yeah, in the sure. 1970s and all these kinds of things that are happening. Um, The kidnapping of um, Ethan something or Eton Pats Pats in New York, which really started the stranger danger panic. Before that, people weren't necessarily like kids playing in the street and stuff like that was fairly normal. But that began this panic of like if you let your kid outside some stranger is going to snatch them Mm. um which of course like when it comes to abductions it's usually someone in the family it's someone Yeah, yeah, yeah but this starts this stranger danger panic one of the things i think is kind of interesting about this is um are you let me make sure i get what this is is called right have you ever heard of the lead crime hypothesis
1: lead as in the metal yes no no i've not
0: this is a fascinating concept um, so there is a, a theory a hypothesis that's been put out um, and in many ways like it hasn't it is considered to potentially be a cause of a lot of criminality okay. um, that so in the 90s uh, crime dropped the, in in America I don't know again I can't speak for anywhere else but in America crime, plummeted in the 1990s. Um, And of course, there are multiple societal factors to why that happened. But one of the factors that people think might have had to do with it was um, the banning of lead in gasoline in in any kind of motor fuel. Um, Because lead has all these incredibly powerful effects on people who are exposed to it and that can be things like uh, increases in learning disabilities and adhd lower iq um all kinds of things like that Um, also problems with impulse control um and um people who were exposed to lots of lead it's been shown in various ways like in schools for example um that Children who have been exposed to lead were more likely to have things like detentions, suspensions, uh, struggle in school, all that kind of stuff. In the 1970s was sort of peak lead use in things. Um, So people, especially in cities, places like New York, uh, where you had a lot of serial killings and whatnot, were places where people were being exposed to a ton of lead. And so there is a hypothesis that one of the reasons why criminality and everything was so high in the 1970s was actually because of the prevalence of lead everywhere.
1: Has it stayed at the figures that it dropped to?
0: I mean, it fluctuates, of course, Uh you know, and one of the things that the people who are proponents of this theory say is that it's not saying this is the only reason. Yeah, yeah, sure, Another another element of this was, for example, like um, uh, legalization of abortion is -hmm. considered to have been one of the factors that dropped crime as well. Like there's various things that um, are considered to have contributed to that, but in terms of what they've seen in other countries as well, um, that have, because, you know, America was one of the early ones to ban it and then we could see like places like I think Australia didn't ban it till like 20 years later or something Mm. like that and then starts to see that drop as well so it seems to be that there is some form of correlation there uh, coupled with other societal factors which I think is fascinating. <laughs> and makes me wonder about this kinds of stuff when these panics and whatnot were happening too, with the kinds where people's brains were. Yeah, yeah. At a time with this massive amount of lead exposure, that they were experiencing.
1: Not for the first time, right? I thank my lucky stars that the Joag journey happened because I'm learning so fucking much, man. <laughs> I mean, alright. Week nine, it's uh, nine weeks of intense learning for me. I've learned a bunch from this. Good. Yeah.
0: Mm. I mean, it's just, I'm enjoying the opportunity to just delve further into the weird things that I think about late at night, (laughs) like lead and its effect on people. Mark
1: Branch? Mark with a K? Mark Branch.
0: Yeah. Mark with
1: a K. At least he could spell his name correctly. Yeah, At least least he could spell (laughs) his own name right. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah. Which I wonder which uh, which version of Jason he was was he kind of sackhead Jason or was he kind of Jason with a cut down Good the side question. I'd like to know, and, uh...
0: Yeah, I'm not entirely sure on that. They were scant on such details. Mm. I don't... I feel like you know with all of those kinds of things, they're always worried someone is going to copycat them. Which in fact has happened with like some of the the Halloween stuff. So like with the the needles in candy. It's like when someone did it, they started seeing like other small incidences of people doing this yeah, 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 after yeah, yeah. it was reported in the news. Um so I think that's always kind of the the fear is if we tell people too much yeah. about yeah. what happened, they're gonna be like, oh I
1: can do that yeah. too and yeah.
0: do something terrible. But yeah, in I mean, general, yeah. I've
1: yeah. often uh, often, often, often felt that the more you kind of the more you Tell your kids, it's fucking weird out there. Be careful, be careful, be careful. The more weird things will get. You know, there's always going to be somebody <laughs> yeah, who goes, right. ooh, I hadn't even thought of sticking a fucking needle in a Snickers bar before you said that.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah, we kind of create the world that we have around us, you know, <laughs> through these kinds of things. Uh, but ultimately, I mean, when it comes to all of this stuff, with all of those examples, you know, these are very small examples and usually... Either a mistake mm. or targeted at someone distinctly yeah. the person knew, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, or just like a very small number of people were actually infect- affected by this. And yet it's we really do kind of take it for granted, don't we? Like, even though you don't think there's going to be razors in your kid's uh, Halloween candy, you still check it, right?
1: Mm. The cost of of missing that one fucking one in a trillion chance of there being a a needle in your snickers, I guess, is worth just looking over what your kids get given by strangers.
0: Right. And, you know, this is some in one of the articles I was reading about all of this. Someone had said, you know, you do have to take into account that you spend, you know, 364 days of the year telling your kids not to approach strangers, not to take candy from strangers. Yes, yes, yes. You've got one day where you say, let down all of that guard. Yeah. So you have to be a little on your guard for the moment that you have now just allowed. Don't listen to anything that I've told you for the rest yeah.
1: of, for the While rest of the every year. fucker is in a mask. You know? Right.
0: <laughs> you know, it's like what I was saying about going to the the scream Uh, slumber party, you know, at the cemetery that it was like that moment where I was like, it was just a whole bunch of people running around here in masks. Every one of my hackles should be up about this. Like, in the movie this happens (laughs) and someone gets stabbed uh, and yet you know, you're sort of willfully letting down all the guard that you've learned to put up. Mm -hmm. You know, a I guess this is kind of a theme that keeps coming up. For you, it's head trauma, and for me, it's how often we put
1: take down our guard
0: on things that maybe we shouldn't.
1: I have to say, when you were describing Mark Branch as being the fucking weirdo friend, I was thinking, oh man, I would I would talk to my mates about drilling holes in my fucking head. Was it was it, was <laughs> like, it me? Was oh I god, Mark am Branch? I Mark Branch? Yeah, 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 really. I, I, it's like I, the
0: if you look around a room and you can't find the asshole, you're at. It. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not the creep, if you can't find the creepy guy.
1: Oh, I You're really it. love my horror and I'm obsessed with head trauma, fuck. And it's Halloween this week. Let's it's maybe this is my fucking year. I don't
0: know. It's going to be a real big um yeah. plot twist for me on this podcast. If, uh, you turn out to be a, the murderer.
1: You've enabled me. Just just if <laughs> there's any doubt, fault. I am joking. I'm totally joking. I've I'm very unlikely to kill anyone this year.
0: Unlikely. <laughs> it's and that's, not, a, that's, it's that's, not a 0%? That's as far as chance, I'm prepared to but... go.
1: Very low chance of me yeah. taking to the streets. Indeed. What do you think, Mark? Uh, I would love to know, just briefly before we bring it home. Uh, where do you stand on the Halloween movies? There's a fucking buttload of them. What are your thoughts? Are you a fan? Where, where does where is Myers rank in, in your canon of, of slashes?
0: I am a casual fan, you know, I enjoy them. Yep. Um, but it's not my it's not my thing, you know. <laughs> uh it's yeah, it's kind of just like a middle of the road kind of thing to me where I'm like, I enjoy it. It's a party series mm. mostly. And I don't even yes. think I probably haven't seen all of them.
1: Yeah. To be honest with you. They're all middle column, certainly.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing that's gonna ruin your day, but don't show your nah. kid.
1: No. Um, uh, for me, they
0: also play them every year, like on yeah yeah, 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 like AMC or whatever, just like all day for like weeks. So I feel like I watch <laughs> bits of them constantly. So
1: maybe yep. I'm and Myers to them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's third tier slasher for me, with Freddy being the top guy. Uh, right, yeah. Jason coming in at number two, probably Chucky yep. at number three because I'm a Chucky Mark, and then Myers below that. I might get some grief for that, but I don't give a fuck. Um.
0: No, I feel good about that ranking.
1: You know, then you've got some. You got your remakes. Rob Zombie, who we've yet to talk about, but I I, I find him massively overrated and a hack. Uh,
2: <laughs> yep.
1: So yes, I can take take 'em or them. but yeah, such as. Exactly. Life. And I
0: it does I did was going to mention that I'm like they call these the Halloween copycat killings because it was on Halloween mm. and it was about horror movies, not because it was distinctly copycatting Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but I forgot to then make that distinction. But yes, uh, no, they're, they're not my fave. But I think like it's, it's a seasonal treat, I guess. It's like watching 24 hours of a Christmas story. Like at this point, I've probably watched a Christmas story too much, mm. but it's going to be on for 24 hours and I will probably watch like eight of them anyway.
1: If I'm going to recommend anything to our burgeoning fan base, right? Uh, <laughs> a couple of years back, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross uh Fucking, it blows my mind, right, that Nine Inch Nails is winning Oscars left, right, and center for, I know, his, right? for, his, fucking, for his soundtrack crazy. work. Didn't see that one coming. Mad shit. Uh, but uh, he and Atticus remixed John Carpenter's Halloween theme a couple of years back, and oh. it is a yeah. banger. It's so good. It's okay, creepy and yeah. slow, full of dread, and then for the last minute, it just explodes into this amazing kind of techno.
0: I, and, and the theme is unimpeachable, I will say. Yes, that. it is. Yeah. Um by the way, just because you were recommending something, also, if you're looking for a, a Halloween movie, highly recommend Trick or Treat. That's a, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's I a,
1: agree.
0: Yeah, it's just a fun... I mean, it's, like, very gory. Um, but it's I look at it as, like, it's like if Hocus Pocus were extremely fucked up.
1: So <laughs> it's just, like... Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, a very silly kind of movie with like a very good tone to it um, and then it's just also got very batshit stuff happening in it and a lot of weird gore.
1: I think that's got a little bit of Halloween urban myth shit sewn in there as well isn't it with poison oh, yeah. candy and whatnot.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah I mean it, that's like how you meet one of the characters is yes. him poisoning a young child eating his <sighs> Halloween candy uh, and it's yeah it's just like it's very funny and yeah I like that one, so I would recommend that. It's on, like, the AMC Plus um, app if you subscribe to that on Amazon and whatnot, and probably in various other places. Actually, I think it's on Shudder now that I think about it.
1: Listen, this turned into an epic episode. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it really did. It's Halloween!
1: <laughs> um, so, you know, my, my traditional thank you if you've stuck with it this long fucking hell nice one um let us know what your (laughs) halloween plans are drop us a tweet on fucking at jack of all graves that's on twitter by the way not on instagram jesus wept wherever that guy's i fucking don't want to know what that guy's up to this halloween fucking hell
0: (laughs) you're gonna have to check in
1: i can only i can only (laughs) dream um (laughs) but yes do please let us know what your halloween plans are do please visit us on what the apple Podcasts and the spotify's and the fucking wherever you are and give us a, a review or a fucking put your thumbs up because we love it
0: (laughs) we do we really do so until next sunday everyone please stay spooky
1: bye